Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Oscar Bevis, IFL TV, MTK Global, in Warriors, Jim in High Wycombe. For certain, Mr. Stuart Scott, who's just worried that when I've been filming him for this little gym tour, he's got his dinner down his top. Pretty standard that for me, to be fair. I get my dinner everywhere other than in my mouth, so it's all good. Um, yeah, we just done like a little gym tour talking about the surroundings, so we might as well jump straight into the boxing stuff. I actually asked you this question uh, while Lamar was wrapping his hands. You being a boxing trainer, um, trainers have become more sort of in the mainstream and in the light, perhaps because of people like us sort of talking to trainers and Sky now will interview the trainer as well as the fighter. Yeah. What do you think of the state of sort of training in this, this country at the moment? Um, I think we do a very, very good job personally. Um, I know there's a school of thought that, um, and certainly I, I do believe that Kel Brook came out with it the other day and said that uh, trainers in the UK are far behind those in the States and that. I don't see it personally. Um, I work, uh, not with, but I go to Adam Booth's gym a lot, for instance, um, and he's just, his, his knowledge is just incredible. You know, the guy is meticulous and um, covers every single base and that's kind of how I like to do as well you know you, you Dominic Ingalls um, of the world and so on and so forth I just think that I just think there's fabulous coaching um, I do get a little bit um, I don't like instapads as I, as I like to refer and they call them you know all the, um, the stuff for TV they are simply designed to make the coach look good and not necessarily the boxer. So I tend not to do Instapads and stuff myself. That's not really... Do you think a lot of emphasis now is based on, the, uh, based on sorry, the coach looking good and perhaps protecting himself from not looking a fool in front of the cameras as well as bringing the fighter on? I, th- I, think, that that's a, I think that's a fairly natural human reaction. In it. I, don't, I don't think anybody wants to look stupid. I think everyone wants to look good with what they do. Um, you know, but for me, functionality over... Um, style is is where it's at. You know, I like my pads to be functional. I like my pads to um, to replicate fight scenarios. Um, I, I just don't really see the value in all the tippy tap pads, particularly. 
you know, other other people have different ideas. And I think that's the beauty of coaching is that, you know, we're not all the same. We are all different. Um, everyone has a slightly different way of going about it. Um, some people are very stuck to their ways. Others are very prepared to listen, learn, evolve. Um, for me, I don't think there's, there's a single coach in the world who knows everything. Um, I think as close as there was to that was probably Manny Stewart. I think he was fantastic. Um, but... No, I, I think that, I think that everyone can always learn from everyone else. And I, listen, I hold my hands up. I steal stuff from people all the time. I, you know, if I see something that I like, I try and tailor it to what my fighters can do, um, change it to how I think it would be best done personally. But yeah, I'm I'm a right thieving git. I rob everything I do. Isn't that how it should be though? Isn't that sort of a? I know. Yeah, isn't that how it should be? I, th I think to a degree, I think yes, I think this is exactly how it should be. I think if you're going to be the best coach you can be, I think you have to steal stuff because frankly, there's not like I said before, nobody knows everything. I think if you're a bit too set in your ways, it's um, I, I make a point of making sure 100% that every fighter that comes through my door, I take a little look at them, I take a little look at how they perform, what, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, and I will train them all differently. I do not train any of my fighters, not one of them is trained the same as another one because they're all individuals, they all have their own um, strengths, their own weaknesses, they all have things they do well, things they don't do so well. You know, some are built in different ways to others. And I, and I think it's a real coaching cop-out to give the same stuff to everybody. Obviously, there's, there's fundamentals that you must work, that you have to use. But at the same time, I think you have to give um, the individual boxer their own expression um, and, and focus on their own strengths and their own weaknesses. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't teach anyone to box like Amma, for instance. You, you know, if you, got a, if you got a brand newbie through the door and went, right, you're going to box like that, it just doesn't happen, you know. But when Amma came through the door and he already had this flair, he already had this style, all I tried to do was give him what he already had and improve it. That's all I tried to do. You know, like with football, there's like they say there's a goalkeeper's union. A goalkeeper on a punditry panel will always stick up for a goalkeeper. I know we have these back and forths with coaches like Steffi Ball and Joe Gallagher have been going at it for a little bit because of Jonas and Harper, whatever. But is there like a coaches' union as well? Do you find that coaches always support coaches in, a, in an industry like boxing? Um, I think you should. I think, um, I, I think, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, me personally, I'd never badmouth another coach. Um, I don't, you know, every, everyone puts a lot of effort into this sport, certainly because I come from the amateur side of things. And you have to remember that in the amateurs, very few people make any money out of it. You know what I mean? It's all about, you know, helping out kids and, and doing the right thing by kids. So for anyone to sit back and criticize an amateur boxing coach, I think is a terrible thing to do. However, Professional coaches get paid quite a lot of money for it. They put themselves in the limelight. Quite often they take a slightly higher position than perhaps they ought to as well, you know, getting first in on the interviews and this, that and the other and wanting to be on TV and whatnot. And, and look, if that's your opinion, if that's what you want to do, then I'm cool with that. Um, but you've got to have to expect that you may get some stick from people who, you know, perhaps don't quite agree with your ways and means if you're going to put yourself out there like that. And, you know, and if I put myself out like that, then I would fully expect that sometimes I might get a bit of stick and I might get a bit of criticism. But I 100% believe in my mantra. I 100% believe that, um, that what I do is doing the very best by my boxers. So, frankly, I couldn't really care what other people think, if truth be told. What's the perfect fighter and trainer relationship? Because there's so many different ones in this country. You've got, like, the father-son ones, like Josh Warren and Sean O'Hagan. You've got... Um, ones of people who I know fighters who switch trainers on the regular 
and you know they'll go back to trainers after leaving them for one or two fights. There's so many different scenarios, but what's like the perfect fighter trainer setup? Is it sticking with someone throughout the length of your career? Um, I'd, I'd like to see a little bit more um, continuity between boxer and trainer. And, you know, um, one of my biggest bugbears about boxing, in fact, my single biggest bugbear about boxing is this modern-day fascination with the O. I hate it. I hate it. You can quite often... I mean, no one wants to lose, let's be honest, right? No one wants a defeat. But if you look, just take a, a very, very obvious example, you know, Canelo losing to Floyd literally transformed Canelo overnight. He learned so much from that defeat that, if truth be told, that defeat was probably the best thing that happened to him. In fact, it was better losing to Floyd for him than the 30 wins he put together before that. It really was. You know, that that completely, it revolutionised him. So I'm, if, so long as you're capable of learning from a defeat, then, and so is the manager or the trainer capable of learning from a defeat, the trainer, not the manager, um, then frankly, yeah, I, I don't see the problem in losing, particularly. So, you know, obviously no one wants to lose. I don't like losing. I've already said I'm a bad loser. But if you learn from the loss, then, yeah, then you become better. The boxer becomes better. Hopefully the trainer becomes better, you know, because none of us are perfect, you know what I mean? In terms of the, the best relationships, um, it, it's nice the relationship that I have with my boxers. I've taken a lot of them from amateur level and then they've come and joined me as pros. Um, and I think that that does create an understanding, you know, um, not just an understanding, but you know, I love my boxers. I really do. I, you know, I, I, they're, they're like my family. I've said it before. They are like my family. And, and therefore, you know, I think that's a nice relationship to have. How involved should a trainer be outside of what you do in the gym, the work you put in the pads? Perhaps, you, you know, like you said, they might have separate S&C coaches, but even, you know, little bits here and there, the one and two percent, how much should they be involved in negotiations, take a managerial role, or should that all be very separated from what you do in the gym? Personally, and again, it's only my viewpoint, I I, I don't want to get involved in negotiations. I don't want to get Should involved work, in... Yeah, yeah I, 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 all I want to do is I want to make my boxer the best they can possibly be. I want to give them all the tools that they can to win whatever fight the manager puts in front of them, you know? So um, I do have a fairly close relationship um, with the S&C coaches because it may be that I'm asking them to give me something, you know? Maybe I need to take a bit of weight away from somewhere and add it somewhere else because I'm looking for a bit of power, this, that, and the other. And if I've got a relationship with the S&C coach, then I can do that. Um, but in terms of negotiating, in terms of, you know, contracts and this, that, and the other, um, personally, for me, I'd rather just stay out of it and focus on the business end of boxing, which is the the fighting end of boxing. Um, I, I think I think you know it's, it's hard enough as it is. You know, training fighters they're, they're very demanding. They take a lot of your time up. If you're then trying to do this on top and that on top, it's going to detract from the thing that matters most, and that is giving them the skill set and giving them the talent and the desire and the fitness to, um, to to win fights. Let's not sort of skim over the importance of experience in the game, but um, huh, I try to think of how to word this actually because I look at someone like Ben Davison, mm -hmm. who's very young still, yeah. um, you know, young enough to box himself, um, has never boxed at a professional level himself. But you look at that level of experience and how important is that? And can someone be 20 years a junior on a trainer and still overtake them in training ability? If that makes sense, how important is that? Not just experience in the game, but age and a wise head as well. Um, personally, what what I try and do because I'm still fairly young, you know, 
when I look a bit old, but I'm actually still fairly young. Um, I try my very, very best to learn from everybody. Um, so yes, I'm young and, and I don't have tons of experience in pro boxing. I don't, I, I'd readily admit it, but a boxing ring's a boxing ring. An opponent's an opponent. And I think if you study and you, and you are dedicated enough and you are clever enough, then experience is great. Don't get me wrong. Um, but if you've got the right kind of dedication levels and you've got the right kind of knowledge of the sport and the right kind of mindset, I don't think you should be held back. You know, Ben Davis has done it. What, what a cracking job he yeah. did getting getting Tyson back into into the mix. You know, I mean, you know, he did a brilliant job. And all right, Tyson decided that he would go his second way and go with someone with more experience for the second fight, which proved correct. But won't have done Ben Davison any harm whatsoever working with Tyson for that period of time. Um, and if anything, again, it, this this sport, it doesn't matter whether you're a boxer, a promoter, a manager, a trainer. It's, it's all about just improving yourself all the time. And if you can improve yourself time on time on time, then eventually you get to where you want to be. But I, I said before, you know, th there's not a single boxing trainer out there who knows everything, you know, who is, a, 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 and any that are set in their ways, any who think they know everything will be missing a trick. You know, I'll, I'll take anything from anyone. Back to my feeling section again. <laughs> We'll talk about Ben. There's a reason why now he's working with one of the pound for pound top ten in, in Josh Taylor. Just a final question. Um, I know you said Manny Stewart you thought was the closest to being perfection mm. when it comes to, to from a trainer's perspective. But out of the trainers in the UK now and the British trainers, who would you say is perhaps the best and setting the highest standard for the rest of the guys? Um, I, I love Adam Booth. Yeah. I love Adam Booth. I, um, when you listen to Adam Booth, Adam Booth is just such a student of the game. You know, he's. Um, I know he's not everyone's cup of tea, Adam. I get that. You know, because he is quite outspoken and he is. But I can tell you now, having having seen him work, he's just so meticulous. It's not. You know, it's, there's nothing left to chance with Adam. Um, you know, whatever. You know, and because he's he's bloody minded enough as well, and confident enough in his own ability that he will genuinely believe in his strategies, his game plans, and he comes up with dead good ones. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? You know, over the years, you could you could you could name so many. You know, more Mac with Hay, Groves over the Gale. You know, he, the, the guy just comes up with really good game plans, and he's for me. I would say that for me, he's probably the best coach out there at this very point in time. But that's taking nothing away from the others. You know, you you, you have to say Gallagher's up there. You know, I mean, he's he's got a terrific stable, tons of success. If I could be half as successful as these boys were talking about, then I'll be an happy man. You know, but I think for me, I I I, I love the way Adam Booth approaches the game. He's very cool, very calm. He's a bit like me in the corner. I'm not a shouter. I don't know if I've ever shouted at. Am or anyone in the corner, you know, I've never, you know, I don't read the right act. I just like to be cool and calm and get my point across. And and I see that in Adam, and I, and I emulate Adam. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. You know, I, I look at what Adam does, and I think I wouldn't mind being a bit like Adam Booth. And he's an unbelievable storyteller. And I was with him a bit in the match and pub with Peterborough, and I was hoping that one day he brings out an autobiography and people can get to hear some of the stories because he is, and he's a cracking bloke as well. Um, yeah. Thanks for giving me some of your time. It's nice to have a little chat about the state of training in the UK because sometimes trainers do get a lot of stick, but like you said, we've got some top, top quality coaches in this sport absolutely. bringing on top quality fighters. Yeah, absolutely. I've got to quite agree. You know, um, 
Listen, our record speaks for itself. We're a piddly little island off the coast of Europe. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, that, and there was one time, I think we had 13 world champions at one point, all consecutively. You know, for a piddly little island, you know, when you, you consider the amount of people in America, the amount of people in the Philippines, the amount of people, you know, just the world over, for, for a tiny little island like us to have the success that we've got, or we've had and are having, you know, the, what, the two, three, maybe four best heavyweights on the planet right now, that kind of thing. I mean, we've got to be doing something right, yeah? You know, and, and the sport's booming. It's like I said earlier, you only have to come in here and look at the amount of kids that come through my door um, to realise that this is one popular sport. And run correctly, you know, we will continue to be successful for years. I'd like to point out, actually, at this point, that all of this, by the way, as well, <laughs> comes down to Audley Harrison. All of everything. Boxing in boxing in the UK. Um, Audley Harrison is one. Because I did wonder where that was going. I was like, just everything in the world is just Audley Harrison. Like, everything, <laughs> everything, everything British boxing. Yeah. And the reason that British boxing is where British boxing is today is because of Audley Harrison, because he won that gold in Sydney. Because when he won that gold in Sydney, well, that's well, yeah. no, because they, they funded it. All of a sudden, that gold, that gold medal funded Sheffield. That gold medal basically put so much money into GB Boxing that they were able to fund Sheffield, they were able to get proper full-time coaches in, they were able to pay athletes to come and train. And if you look now at the, you know, your lots of your Joshua's, your Luke Campbell's, your this, that and the other, they all came off the back of Audley Harrison. So Audley, if you're watching, a bit of a British boxing legend, mate. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.